0: Konnichiwa, Day here, and welcome to the Over Manga Cast. That time we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga. Our heated adventures over analyzing manga we find interesting. In this episode, we kick off our third edition of No Read in November and watch our favorite 2015 hit, Attack on Titan Part 1. Oh boy, this is going to be a long one.
1: Welcome back to the Cast and our no-read November series where uh, So we're doing Death Note again, right? No, we're not doing Death Note again Jake <laughs> My name is Sam and as always at the top of the show, we talk about our familiarity with the franchise that we Consumed this week Attack on Titan when the anime first started coming out years ago. I watched several episodes I got up to the infamous "It takes Aaron five episodes to move a boulder" arc, got really bored and quit. And since then, I've really only listened to whatever Linked Horizon did to make the OP sound cool again. <laughs> Every other
2: season, that's about my the extent of my knowledge of AOT. How about you, Jake? Even less, I never watched the anime. I never read the manga. I the only thing I know of Attack on Titan is that like its OPs are amazing, and I will play them on loop just at random because they're amazing. That That is all of my exposure to the franchise. How about you, Matt?
3: So, Attack on Titan, I am about halfway through Season 2 with the constant goal of, I'll get back to it at some point, and it ended a bit ago, so (laughs) (laughs) now I have all the time in the world. Indeed. And you, Jay. What's your familiarity with AOT? Same, about
0: halfway through Season 2, and I have to agree, the OPC, Most of my exposure to Attack on Titan, after I watched season one, I was in Japan, actually, and it was just everywhere. And that kind of motivated me to continue, you know, watching and reading, but that has been on pause for a while. Kind of the hype just died down a bit.
1: Yeah. So... Uh, We all at least have a little bit of familiarity with AOT in that regard. You know, big, bombastic, lots of crazy
3: shit happening. The 3D maneuver gear looks really cool. Uh, This movie's fucking boring. Yeah, I mean, no amount of familiarity with the series is going to help you. If anything, it will make it worse. Uh, yeah, speaking as the one who has the least amount of
2: familiarity with the series by far, I was aggressively bored, but I also wasn't insulted by how bad it was, because I didn't (laughs) know it already, and you can't care less about something that you don't know. Um, so, at least I could parse out why it was so boring, because I- I basically spent the entire movie analyzing why
3: it was so terrible. Like, this movie is an hour and a half long, but- While um, Full Metal Alchemist, which we watched uh, earlier in November, was like two hours and 15 minutes, a significant chunk longer, this movie felt like double the length. So much longer. Mm -hmm. It felt interminable. Uh, Full disclosure, uh, both uh, Sam and I fell asleep at different (laughs) points in this movie. (laughs) And
2: as I was...
3: Dissecting the corpse Of a movie
2: that we're dealing with right now They didn't miss anything They asked me what they had
3: missed And I couldn't tell them anything Because it was that dull Well let's uh Let's get through the slog that is gonna be this Um plot synopsis and by slog I mean probably pretty quick because nothing Happened <laughs> uh, Yeah, <laughs> the like one
1: major change Is that in In the manga and anime Series The Titans are a well-known factor. Scout brigades will occasionally go outside the wall and... Get eaten, and it and it sucks. In this, the Titans showed up a hundred years ago, myrtilized a bunch of people, humanity retreated behind the walls, and that's the last anyone's seen of them. To the point where Aaron
3: isn't even entirely convinced they exist. Aaron's actually convinced they don't exist, and is just an excuse to keep them within the wall because the movie opens with uh, Aaron. Uh, actually, the movie opens with Armin. Yeah, for some reason, who's uh, an inventor. Yeah, he built a weird alarm clock that doesn't work but also someone tells him he needs to be careful about his inventions because they aren't allowed. Technology isn't allowed. There's a lot of technology in this though like.
0: It tries to approach it from like the humanist point of view where like technology is inherently evil and leads to like war and conflict and that's why it's banned and.
3: Which is a weird take to have when your main villains are in- entirely biological humans like to be yeah. like mm-hmm. technology is the enemy when the enemy is functionally giant meat puppets is kind of not
1: <laughs> yeah this movie also has a lot of weird anachronisms because the original attack on titan it's very
3: pastoral there's the original the, the... attack on titan takes place in objectively a medieval society
1: yeah, the most advanced technology is the 3D maneuver gear and cannons. In this, we see missiles, we see helicopters. It's
0: very post-apocalyptic.
1: Yeah, it's got a very grungy post-apocalyptic, even a kind of World War I movie vibe going on at some points, as the characters are being shuffled around in, like, armored
3: troop transports later on. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Um... So essentially the beginning of the movie is uh, Armin, Eren, and Mikasa running around with Eren basically going like, "Hey, we live in a society. The Titans are just the government trying to keep us down. You see these big cool walls? I bet there's nothing on the side. Let's go climb it up." And because the sa- I I saw something that had a blue color painted
2: on it, therefore the ocean objectively exists and the Titans don't. <laughs> oh. <yeah. laughs>
3: They find some wreckage of what appears to be a missile, but it's got, like, World War II bomber painting on the side of yeah. a woman yeah, in uh, a blue background. Nothing indicates that's the sea. <laughs> they just go, ah, oh, yes, the sea. It must exist. Yeah, it's a
1: bombshell painting. And it's... Just... And then they run oh, to the wall. A- <laughs> and Aaron is posing atop of it
3: like the <laughs> anime character he is. They're at the wall. Aaron's essentially like, well, we'll just climb it and see what's on the other side. And because I guess literally everyone in this movie has super hearing, the second he says he's going to climb the wall, a military police unit comes by and is like, hey, are you trying to climb that wall? That's illegal. Yeah. And Aaron starts punching them all in the face. Yep. Yep. I I had a moment
2: where I was concerned we were once again going to see the elite military get their asses handed to them. But to be fair, they they did upgrade to the level of the Titans and start beating Aaron up, so, eh.
1: The military in this, I I think it was clear that they were, like, trying to hold back and arrest him, not just shoot him. Because it's like, he's a stupid kid, what's he gonna do? They are
3: teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the movie tells us they're teenagers. These are very (laughs) clearly adult
1: actors. Yeah, they look to be 20 something. A guy shows up to talk to Aaron, uh, Suda is his name, and uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, stop your fighting. I I remember being a young kid full of piss and vinegar like you. Come on, let's just go back to town and colossal
3: TITAN! The Titans haven't existed in a hundred years. No one even knows if they're true. You said I didn't exist. (laughs) Yeah, conveniently
2: right when they got approval to do an outside scouting mission. Don't worry, there's going to be an outside scouting mission because the Titans have been gone for so long. Excuse
1: (laughs) me. God, I, I really hate what they did
3: with the Colossal Titan. For one, the CG is not very good. For the amount of this movie that is in CG, it is... Not great. Yeah. I think one of the big
2: problems is when we see the Colossal Titan initially, it has a very stylized look to it, and... It's pretty clear that, like, this is stuff used in promotional material they put the most love into, and they're kind of trying to imply that this is going to be a stylized thing, but then you realize, no, they were covering over the fact that they have garbage special effects, and they're just trying Mm. to distract you long enough.
1: The thing that I didn't like about the Colossal Titan was, in the show, the Colossal Titan doesn't really speak. It's just this huge, looming, menacing presence. It doesn't say anything. It just kicks the wall in. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's going like... It's waving all around, going like... It's
0: also worse because, if you're comparing it to the show, the show is makes it very obvious what the Colossal Titan is trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, kick the wall in to let the other Titans through. In the movie, however... The Colossal is largely stationary, at least from our vantage point, to the point where it just looks like it's leaning to and fro and no one can figure out what the heck it's doing.
1: The wall starts caving in. We see a vague swinging shadow
2: that I guess was afoot. Yeah. There are some very serious Tokusatsu Godzilla vibes in the soundtrack with all the trumpets. There's <laughs> also
3: uh, some strong, like, uh, Tokusatsu Godzilla vibes in the fact all the Titans appear to be CGI modified extras in suits. In, yeah. Which all the Titans in Attack on Titan, they're all, like, weirdly, like, not human and we get to see one of those, which is Big Nose Titan, who's much smaller than the others, run past the front of the camera. Every other Titan you see is just some person in a nude bodysuit with some CGI on top. Which, yeah.
0: for me, wasn't a huge deal killer. Like, it didn't, it didn't kill it for me. In fact, I actually appreciated that I liked it artistically. It was a good touch just because it was more for me, kind of more terrifying.
2: Well, the whole point of the Titans is, and the reason why their aesthetic is scary is the Uncanny Valley aspect mm-hmm. of it. And I didn't think it looked great, but it, it got across sort of the intention of that to me. So it's like, it, that was very much the case where it's like, for me, it's a take it or leave it moment and
3: I don't care, this movie has bigger problems. <laughs> yeah, like, I I think for me, the Uncanny Valley would have been a step away from what they did with the yeah. Titans. Because the Titans look like people in bodysuits. That's not Uncanny Valley yet.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You can see behind the veil, and it kind of takes away the fact that, like, it reminds you you're watching a movie.
1: Mm-hmm. So Titans go rampaging. They eat some people. Is that Armin's dad? <laughs> uh, this is... Okay. Important thing. Aaron's parents have been dead for a long time, We don't see his dad there. There's no mention of his dad. We don't see his mom because she's apparently been dead since before the Titans even showed up.
0: Which is a huge plot point because she's supposed to die.
1: Yeah. And so our three heroes are running through the town in the panicked crowds. And they hear a scream. And Aaron looks up and sees a person getting carted off by one of the Titans to be eaten. And he goes, wait, is that Armin's
3: dad? (laughs) Like... Just so casually. <laughs> the line read is, oh, sh! I guess he's dead. <laughs> like, it, it's almost played as a comedy beat. Like, was that Armin's dad? Huh. Because, a character like, we had not seen before this
1: moment.
2: Yeah, because, like, a lot of the, uh, well, that actually is a problem that will persist for the entire movie. There are a lot of cases where it's like, if I had actually been invested in the movie, the world, the story... A lot of, like, the visceral gore scenes, I think, would have been quite effective. Because it's Mm. not like they did that stuff badly... But like, it I is just, just don't care. <laughs> like, it's so obvious that I'm watching special effects of blood splatter. And like there are other places where it just gets
3: oh, awful. Oh, when the end of the movie where the, the, end, the, like, the blood splatter at the end of the movie looks like it was added in post at the last second. Yeah, like They do the thing where blood splatters
2: on the camera lens and it's
1: like, okay.
2: What? Yeah. So so setting the end of the movie aside where the money obviously ran out and they stopped giving <laughs> a damn. Like, I mean, especially, specifically, this early stuff where the Titans have just breached the wall and they start attacking the town. My problem with it wasn't that, like, this, like, hellish, you know, nightmare scape isn't an effective hellish nightmare scape. It's that I just don't give a damn about this world. Mm -hmm. I've not been invested in anyone or anything up to this point. This is honestly, like, the biggest and most important thing I have to say about this movie because... As I was parsing out, what was the problem? Because it's like, yeah, I'm bored too. I don't like this movie either, but why am I bored? Just because I, you know, have never seen Attack on Titan, so I have, like, no preconceived notions about it. I'm trying to figure out, okay, from an outsider's perspective, what's going wrong here? Because this isn't just that it's, like, it's an insulting adaptation or anything. Like, it's just objectively bad. And the thing I realized that's one of the biggest problems with this movie is that They try to cram in as many anime characters into this movie as possible. And because there are so many characters, they have to dedicate dialogue scenes to so many different individuals and their motivations and their backstory and their development that it all blends together. Like it wasn't a face-blind moment. I could not tell the people apart because there are just so many of them. It's so dingy, it's so gray. And like I'm not invested in any of these people. There's like 30 of them. And like, it gets to the point where, like, I just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was the consi- like, that was why the movie bored me so much.
0: I really think if they were trying to save this, what they really should have done is extended the whole training arc because that was really where we got to get learn, to know people. Learn the characters as they were as individuals, and then slowly, as they interact with each other, kind of build these friendships, these relationships.
2: And. Therein lies the the real problem here, though, because it's a movie, they don't have the time to do that. So the only real thing to do at that point is to just cut characters, because then you can spend more
3: time on the fewer characters that you have. Uh, I mean, you can do movies ha- with casts having of characters. Having a large cast of characters is actually a thing like war movies do a lot. And this is definitely trying to be a war movie. Yeah, it's it's so you can kill off a bunch of people.
2: But it's also... But it's also... It's straight lifting characters from longer form series into... A movie, and it's like you basically have to rewrite them to fit
3: this new context. I mean, yeah, that's that's fair. Normally, what you see in World War II movies is when you introduce a character, you get their name, but then you also get the nickname they call them in the platoon, and that is a device for the audience to go, "Oh, that, to get guy- attached to them. that guy's name is like." Uh- Like, Sprocket or something. He's the mechanic. Cool. His Mm -hmm. nickname gives me enough of a character that I can go off that. The
1: only thing of that we get is Sasha, who is Potato
3: Girl. Well, (laughs) hold on. We skipped the one bit that is the first thing this thing changes from normal Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the first attack, Mikasa goes after a baby. Yeah. Uh, as uh, people are fleeing, they're like, we got to get
1: inside. And they all like crowd into a church. Aaron gets in there. Mikasa doesn't. I don't know what the hell Armin is. but <laughs> <laughs> And Aaron's like, why did you close the door? There's more room in here. And there very clearly isn't. You're packed shoulder to shoulder. But... He's there.
3: But that's
2: the line in the manga and anime, so we have to have that.
3: Or I don't no, know. No, it's anime. not. Oh, is it not? This uh, entire scene is original. It's just bad. Okay. I, I, I assumed that the stupidity
2: yeah. here was they were trying no, to adapt things. Okay. Yeah, fine. this is just bad. So, Aaron
1: is like against the. The window of this church, which is like a barred window like it's a prison like, okay I get your visual metaphor, but this is this should be a church. Whatever. He's against these walls looking out like Mikasa Come on, you can make it and like the crowd is slowly dispersing because they're running to more places I
0: hate this scene. I hate it so much. It makes no sense. Mikasa
3: needs to hold the baby on her knees in the center of town without running
1: yeah, there's there's no indication that like her leg was broken nope. in the in the scrum she of people. She fell over,
0: but she wasn't trampled or anything. She just mm-hmm. holding baby. Just...
1: You you can't move when you're holding baby. Yeah, <laughs> and so like the entire crowd disperses. There's so much room she could get up and sprint out of there. This is Mikasa we're talking about, and she just sits there, and a titan comes over, and they cut away before we can
3: actually see anything. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get their big emotional moment where Mikasa dies within the first. This actually, beginning scene's a bit longer than you think it'd be. It's probably like the first 30 minutes. Like most of this movie, it drags.
0: But the fact they drew this out so far actually, like, detracted from them having a huge emotional moment. Because, like, the entire time, we were, like, literally screaming at the screen, Move! Get up!
2: (laughs) (laughs) There there are a lot of cases where this movie will do, like, the dramatic slow-mo shot, and you just sit there because you're not invested in anybody. Like, can we just move on, please? (laughs) <laughs> this is this is diegetically 15 seconds that you have stretched out to a minute and a
3: half. <laughs> I don't care
2: anymore.
3: Anyway, uh, there's a two-year time skip. Uh, as we have the 3D maneuver gear now. Yeah, Aaron and Armin have joined the scout regiment along with a bunch of characters who are from the series that... Uh, have no personality in this movie because they I, don't have time well, to develop them. Sasha, Sasha eats a potato. That's right. her thing.
0: Eats some mashed potatoes as they're trying to plan how they're going to you know, scale the wall and he's building mm-hmm. this wall on mashed potatoes and...
2: Because this is the most effective medium to explain the complex plan of the military. Like, oh my god. Yeah. It, and it's very much the case where in a better movie where I was invested in the characters, I might find that endearing. But, like, it's just so dumb. I don't care.
1: <laughs> so, serious question for my fellow hosts. Matt, you were asleep. You, you can—my <laughs> opinion's invalid. <laughs> you, so, if you missed this, that's fine. But did at any point Jean have his face and name put together on screen? Because we hear that there is a Jean in the regiment and there is a character who is antagonistic towards Aaron. I'm pretty sure he's never addressed as Jean until the final 10 minutes. Okay,
2: dead ass. I did not hear the name until someone said that's Jean up there. I had no idea who that character was. <laughs>
1: His face and name are never put like, together. I know, like,
2: like, and, like, you know, to some extent, like, I care a lot less because I don't know Attack on Titan, so I don't know that, that the antagonistic character is supposed to be him. But I knew there was an antagonistic character toward Eren. But, like...
3: He never got a name, as far as i it, heard. Is this movie seriously depending on you looking up the cast, like, promo material before going in? Of Like, look who we got to play, John. Or like, I guess, honestly, there are a lot of big
0: names in here. So I fully believe like they 100% people to have looked up the entire cast before they watched this movie. Mm
2: hmm well, you know what? I didn't do that because I don't care about actors. I care about characters. It's a personal <laughs> preference thing, but I make a point of not knowing actors because I don't want actors' careers to color my opinion on the characters that they play. So that doesn't help me any, guys. <laughs> like, so, introduce your actual look, characters, please. And that's the
0: difference between, you know, Western Hollywood and, like, East Asian Hollywood. You know <laughs> the actors before you know what they're in.
1: Another question. <laughs> Another question. So we have Sasha, right? Potato girl. Again, all the characters in this movie look the <laughs> fucking same. You know, there's no distinctive difference between their outfits. And so it's hard to visually tell anybody apart. Uh, especially our... uh it has that
0: scarf.
1: Yeah, she has the scarf. She has but- Aaron's scarf. He gave it to her. Yeah. But and now es- she's dead.
0: <laughs> Espe-
1: especially Aaron and Armin. They have the same hairstyle.
0: They they Which, just, Armin's distinctively supposed to be blonde.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I would have preferred um Full Metal Alchemist, like, let's spray Bad your hair dye job. <laughs> let's spray your hair blonde. Like,
2: I but, will say, but, I will say Aaron and Armin got enough close-ups that like I could yeah. tell their faces apart, but if you if you're looking at like a wide shot, you cannot tell them all you mm-hmm. cannot tell them apart. Because they're all in the same grungy military uniform. Like there are two female characters who technically have uh unique outfits, but those two unique outfits look Look like each other so you can't tell which one's which.
1: Yeah, so the reason I bring this up is because uh, the scout regiment is going to go out towards the outer wall to try and, you know, uh, seal the breach and then we can start killing the titans and reclaim the lost land. And there is a scene of everyone getting on the troop transport and there's a chain link fence where all the members of the scout regiment are having touching heartfelt moments with their families on the other side of the fence. You know, father's proud of sons, here, take this, uh, promise you'll come back to me, blah, blah, blah. This is the most
2: war movie moment and also the least garbage, but it's mm -hmm. still not very good.
1: (laughs) And there is a female character who is talking with a little girl named Rico, and I don't know if this is supposed to be Sasha or not.
2: Because yeah, she, she specifically she... says mommy has to go now. Yeah. So I knew there was a mother in the group, but I didn't know who it was.
1: I don't know if Rico's mother and Sasha are the same character
3: because <laughs> they don't look distinctly different enough. Yeah, that's that's the problem with a, a military movie where everyone's wearing military uniforms, which works in the manga because you can stylize people so that even if their clothes are the same... cause it's a uniform. They do have to be the same. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you can stylize the hair. You can stylize the face because you can always make sure the face is constantly in view. But
0: mm-hmm. they can do some of that in live action, too. They just, do
3: they just it. did. They,
1: they just did. They just did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is important because we are going to skip a whole bunch of bullshit. Because they hop on the troop transport, they ride out through the wall, blah, blah, blah. Don't make too much noise. The Titans are attracted to human voices. Did you hear about the woman who's been out in the land claimed
2: by the Titans killing them? She's an angel of death, blah, blah, blah. And I heard the phrase Shinigami, and I wish we were watching the Death Note movie again.
0: <laughs> I mean, Shinigami is <laughs> literally, works. Yeah. literally yeah. just Death God.
2: So all this happens.
1: There is a moment where... The troop transport stops. I don't know why,
2: but uh there were cows. There, yeah, were, there cows. were cows. Cows, cows. Yeah. friendly reminder that cows exist. Okay, get back on leave. I guess. No, I I, really you, so. you have to
0: get into the mindset of this is post apocalyptic, so it might that might actually be shocking. I, like, I, oh my I, gosh, they're a cow.
3: Yeah, the thing to take away from this is this Titan controlled land, but these livestock are just out there. Unharmed. That, yeah. Just, the the thing you're taking away from that is like, why aren't they eating cows? Not that the movie does anything yeah. with that. Well mm. the the it,
2: movie doesn't do any it, the issue that I have is that there's like this and it's it's very much because they know the scene that they have to get to. I guess they really don't eat cows. They do just eat people. There's that beat, but like we haven't had the action scene yet, so we just have to have a bunch of undisciplined, freshly recruited, untrained military people milling about so they can wander off and get
0: attacked. Well, the yeah, way they frame I... this is the fact that this is going to be the first troop to go beyond the wall, mm-hmm. whereas at least in the in the anime and in, even in the manga. This is a continuous effort. They're not new. Yeah. Just really strange how they framed it for the movie as if this is, like, brand new. We don't have a down-packed process for this. And we just have all these new recruits. It's
3: it's like they made world-building choices that made the entire story harder to understand for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) So, a pair of... of, Instead of reworking the characters to fit in
2: the context of a movie, they reworked the world-building to make less sense because of reasons...
1: Yeah, so a pair of characters, not any of our main characters. Aaron and Armin haven't done Jack for shit this entire time, and we're like 45 minutes into the
3: movie.
2: Aaron never does anything the entire movie.
3: Yeah, right? he does one thing. He does one thing. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get that. I'd argue that that's uh,
2: these... bad CGI and not Aaron, <laughs> but that's another part. No,
3: Aaron, the character, does something before yeah. that.
2: Well, okay, yeah, that's yeah.
3: fair. But,
1: but these two random recruits wander off because I hear a baby crying. Maybe one got left behind in the evacuation. So it's like, for one, it's been two years. Any baby out here would have died from a thousand different causes. But for two... That baby would be two years old. That baby would be two <laughs> years old, yeah. Raised so, by Titans. Well,
2: that baby would be two years older. At mm-hmm. the minimum, it would be two, if not much, you know, like, but noticeably older. The thing
1: that got me is we do not hear this baby crying. We as the audience. as That the,
2: bugged me so much because I'm like, is this, I forget your name, girl, character, who's being stupid right now, are you literally just crazy, or is this just bad sound design? Because It was honestly, bad sound design. Because honestly, 50-50 either one, turns out it was bad sound design. Whee!
1: <laughs> yeah, so they wander through the ruins for a bit, and they get slobbered on, it's like, oh, it's not a baby, it's a baby titan. Okay, Okay, so they run, the baby titan screams, some titans show up, everybody runs.
2: We stop again. They, they drive from one place that looks completely identical to another place that looks completely identical. Yeah. And the, like, 15 titans that had been chasing them and killing them <laughs> turn into exactly two so that the two badass characters can show up, kill only those two titans, and all the rest of them just vanished into the ether. Yeah. Because the editing on this movie is also terrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And those two badass characters are,
3: we have Levi at home, and Gasp, Shock, Amazement, Mikasa, is that you? Yeah. It's so weird why this movie original character is clearly just supposed to be Levi, a character who shows up later. Although, given the world building they've given, Levi's story makes no sense. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Now, actually, hold on. I think I just thought of something else. The thing is that the omnidirectional gear is new. We see the, like, the, the scout regiment at their like graduation or whatever, and some lady weirdo character is like, with this new 3D maneuver gear, we can reach the Titan's weak point and attack them, and we can finally win. So like, it's new, this stuff is fresh off the rack. But apparently not Levi and Mikasa have been out here going full Rambo for months with this stuff? Timeline
2: does not add up.
1: Oh my god.
2: Nothing in this movie <laughs> adds up.
1: So Mikasa is being very distant and cold because, sure.
3: Because the world is cruel and you watched me die. I you, I yelled at you to you come could, in. You for could safety.
0: also have moved like in any direction.
3: Yeah. You let me die. Why am I supposed to do anything? I'm a strong, independent woman who now lives with her boyfriend, not Levi, and does whatever he says without question. Oh, I see the the uh, the independence is really kind of not meshing well with what's going on. Oh, no. There's
1: this really weird scene where Aaron is, like, talking with... This whole thing, as Matt is describing, happens. I
2: don't not... even know what the scene is yeah. supposed to convey, honestly. And,
1: and, like, not Levi walks up and
3: sensually feeds Mikasa an apple. Yeah, there's well, a lot of sexual tension between um, Shikishima.
0: Everyone,
3: Shima. actually. Yeah, I everyone. Mean, yeah, a lot. <laughs> but uh, Shikishima is the name of the totally original OC that, uh, if I'm looking at this correctly, is effectively three of the officers rolled into one character who's super cool at everything. Everything. Mm-hmm Um, but yeah, there's a weird Weird compared to everyone else. There's a super weird sexual dynamic between Mikasa and him Yeah, they are they are a step away from making out every scene. They're in <laughs> They really are but you know what's better than being a step away from making out watching two characters actually just fuck. <laughs> Well, it's... you don't understand we could die at any time Hey, Aaron no, it, but it's, it's
0: questionable why they added that in. You know, it, it's just like, but well, why?
3: There, so the two
0: characters. The char- too short. Did why are these things in?
2: Why are you subjecting the audience to this?
3: Because we need to reach ninety minutes. <laughs> like, so yeah, two two characters who are maybe named, I don't know. They're just having sex in the corner. To which, so, two people are watching. I don't care. Is it? Is it not Sasha? Not I think Sa- it's, it's Sasha. It's yeah. Sasha. We
0: don't
3: know. It, we, it's whatever. She Rico's affected, mom. Yeah, it's Rico's mom because she forces Aaron's hand under her breast, and then is just, um, "Hey, I've got a daughter at home. Don't tell me you've got mm. anything against single moms." And Will I'm like, you be her father? <laughs> why is all of this a scene? (laughs) And she's like sexually assaulting Aaron and
2: thank God the Titans show up. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. wow. The Titans are significantly less uncomfortable than the scene we've been subjected to. I'm not 100%
3: sure because the first thing we see is the hole in the wall where a Titan is just like, ooh. (laughs) It's the peeper Titan. The
1: peeper Titan. Titan Tom.
2: (laughs) Uh, Now, okay, so... I believe And now it's time for our climactic action scene.
1: Well, <laughs>
3: I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I believe, I believe. unfortunately, uh, we've skipped over the thing that infuriated me by far the most. Because if we're getting to our climactic action scene, we definitely skipped the point where a guy sumo throws a fully grown titan.
3: Yeah, there's one dude who does not use a 3D maneuver gear on this thing and just... He, he does
2: su- some sumo slaps. The titan goes to grab him. He's, he leans out of the way and then literally just sumo throws a full size titan lifted clean off the ground and flips it ass over tea
3: kettle. The, there is a super weird <laughs> dynamic where the titans are unkillable monsters that literally will swat someone out of the air and liquefy them into paste on a wall. And also big dumb papier-mâché babies that are killed in one hit by... <laughs> By like, a dude just hitting them with their hands. Which, yeah, which, no. Which, oh, Jake, I know you're not aware. That is not Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is smashing people into pace. Yeah. I don't know what that guy is. And, you know, and it's and not sumo, the only time that happens. And, like, Sumo my,
1: Man. Yeah, Sumo Man, uh, he has a sumo throw once, but it, for the rest of the movie, his go to weapon is a woodsman's axe that he's cutting Titan tendons with. Which apparently kills the Titans. Yeah, no,
2: Like. like And, um, and like my immediate, like non attack on Titan brain, you know, like my new to the series, when I see an apocalypse story like this, I get annoyed when modern military, like military technology from 20 years ago could easily handle this problem, and yet supposedly the world has been destroyed. We see an uh, attack helicopter. Like, that would easily annihilate these paper-mache nonsense in all, things. In all fairness,
3: we see the rusted out carapace of an attack helicopter.
2: But they had those at one point. They that did. That should have solved the problem. I mean, clearly it didn't. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and like, that is the fastest way to annoy me when it comes to an apocalypse story. There's a reason I can't watch most zombie movies because they don't scare me they annoy me anyway
3: it's time for our big final climactic action scene (laughs) which takes up about 45 minutes of the movie so we're only really halfway through but whatever (laughs) yeah oh my
2: god okay so it's like so like so uncomfortable the scene that leads up into this but then we get this and like the entire time it's like is it over yet (laughs) Uh uh-huh you know,
1: part of this mission was they needed to retrieve some of their lost explosives for the final attack
3: in order to seal the wall up again. Yes, Matt? I don't even know. What, this fight just kind of breaks out, and the first thing that happens is the couple that were having sex, the dude gets ripped off from them and eaten.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it drives the girl
3: crazy, and she—understandably—well, it drives her crazy to an extent. She gets into a car.
2: Someone, someone in like some nebulous homeless grandma robe attire. Steals the explosives truck because someone, because the like the general dude mentioned in passing that there might have been rebels and that's why we hid the explosives in an underground bunker that wasn't even the door that supposedly anyway, was locked. she
0: like disrupts this, this plot somehow yeah. in her grief.
3: Yeah, and she jumps in the car because she... She a Molotov cocktail into the back of the truck with the explosives and then drives it into... (laughs) And drives it and then does a weird, like, turn that causes the truck to start, like, barrel rolling, like... Yes. She's amazing at driving I
1: guess. Yeah she well she like has the back of the car fishtail into a titan's leg
3: which sets all the explosives off and like barely damages one titan. And it's great because we have Not Levi sitting on a rooftop going like I admire your bravery girl. Such a good sacrifice.
0: Essentially he's just there to provide comedy. He
3: literally just <laughs> says creepy lines like ah yes fight the titans. Although that was for Not and I'm like yeah because you hit it in the ankles if you don't hit it in the back of its neck it's just going to regenerate oh i guess the titans don't regenerate in this at points for some reason because i think the one that she hits with the explosives is dead Dead. for some reason i think i I think somebody goes and cuts its neck while
1: it's down but the fact that i'm not sure tells you everything i
2: I thought the whole thing got vaporized in the explosion which (laughs) just brings up the fact that like how did you lose to these things in the first place? The, the
1: synopsis on Wikipedia literally just says, Lil, who just lost her
3: lover, sacrifices herself. Yeah. That's her name? Yeah, yeah. it's Lil. <laughs> okay. The, well, funnily enough, lover's name, Phil. Oh, I no.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, yeah.
1: Cut that. <laughs> hey guys, editing Sam here. I'm not going to listen to Sam from the past. That was actually pretty funny
0: look that up because at first, like, I thought she legitimately went insane or something but no, she apparently is supposed to be wrought with grief and I, I to actually, get some more, like, type of revenge.
3: I, I recognize that character from when she cried out that her boyfriend was eaten. Like, she, her, she has the benefit of having her face being very emotive on screen in two occasions.
2: And like, you know, one other thing that's worth noting is there are a lot of characters who make monumentally stupid decisions In a movie that wasn't so frustratingly boring, like people are like acting in fear and grief and not making rational decisions. That would be fine, but like who are any of these people? I don't care. (laughs) So, like when when someone does a stupid thing like that, like in a better movie, that would have been tragic. But in a better movie, she would have been an actual character.
3: you know, if you are going to spend an hour and 30 minutes watching something anyway, just watch the first four episodes of Attack on Titan... Which covers this plot, while also having a training arc somehow. Again, well,
0: yeah. so we can build familiarity with these characters.
3: So anyway, none of this is
1: important. We've seen Titans get sumo wrestled. We've seen Titans get chopped by Woodsman's axe. I'm
2: the same guy. Yeah, I, seen, I hate
3: that guy a lot. We've well, seen
2: Titans. He's not the only one who can do it because what? Uh,
3: creepy not Levi is able to kick one. Yeah. Oh, creepy yeah. not Levi tackles one, and then as it's getting up, stomps on it, and this thing that is. Twelve times his size shudders under his kick, and I'm like, "What yes. are we even?" <laughs> so we we have that guy. We also have
2: girl with bow who shoots Titans in the eyes in order to did stun she them. Even have a name?
3: I, I, don't, I don't know. Think I, so. I, I don't. I,
2: I, like the only thing I remember is there was a girl with a bow. <laughs> she literally did nothing. I don't think she ever spoke. Uh,
3: and I don't know if she got named. Uh, all I know about using a bow on Titans is if you're not shooting it in the back of the neck, I don't know what you're doing. Well, the really hilarious thing, like one of the things I thought was
2: going to happen is that she was going to shoot it because it's like the first time we see her actually shooting the bow because she has that in the movie for an inordinate amount of time where she does not use it.
0: Well, and then I she, thought she was going to specifically use a specific like they zeroed in specifically on the arrow tip, and I'm like, okay, does are, it like, do hollow a thing? Point. So, I'm thinking it's going to immediately, you know, penetrate, like...
3: Through the neck or through something. Through the neck
0: or through the brain or something. Well,
3: uh, the brain doesn't matter. The brain, the, yeah. the thing about Titans is, um, this movie doesn't do a great job of explaining it to you, but the reason why they're so powerful is they pretty much instantly heal from all injuries yes. due to a gland in the back of their neck, which is the thing that, like, regenerates them. <laughs> and that's why you've got to cut that, because once that's severed, they can't regenerate and they die. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at first what I thought was
2: going to happen is that because the first time she actually uses the bow that she's had this entire movie There is a titan walking face on towards her and i'm like Is she gonna shoot it through the front of the neck? It's gonna come out the back and kill it because again if that's the case How did you lose to these things? They're made of paper mache that doesn't happen But she shoots it in the eye in order to stun it So we
1: have several ways of titan fighting and like And so this allows other people in the scout regiment to use their 3D maneuver gear to get at the back of the neck. So we have, like, a methodology of titan fighting established. Chop the ankles to make it fall. Shoot it in the eyes to stun it. Once that's done, cut the back of the neck. You know, I can almost accept that. It seems like after all this chaos, they're finally starting to rally and uh, get something important done. There's so
2: many cases throughout this movie where it's like, Hey, looks like they're actually going to be competent now. Oh, wait, never mind. And
3: then... Armin gets grabbed by a titan, and none of this works anymore. What's also specifically is pretty great is, um, Aaron is uh, a character who I guess is named John, according to the synopsis. I would not have known that in the movie. But someone is like, we gotta get out of here, this is a no-win scenario, and Aaron, being Aaron for the first time in this movie, goes, nope, I am going to run and fight them on my own, and within, uh... Like, about 30 seconds of making that decision, has his leg bitten off. Well, no, and like, this is where Creepy Not Levi
1: is at his most creepy because uh, Aaron is like 3D maneuver gearing around. He's flying around the Titans, he's cutting at their necks. And Not Levi's standing up on a roof,
2: arms crossed, like, You wounded it, now finish it.
1: Yes. Fly,
2: Aaron. Um, because there there was and I don't know if you guys have fallen asleep during this part but there was a scene between not Levi and Aaron I barely remember where it. where he's like they give that theme state what is it what do you call an animal that hides behind a fence and is scared of wolves and it's like cattle I've heard from some of the like fan translations of the like fan English covers of the uh some of the ops that this is like a thematic thing so I guess we're just doing hitting, that now hitting them with the hitting the audience with a 2x4 because we can't do anything in this
3: movie well because the metaphor of the the series is hey you humans aren't in control you've retreated to a giant fenced in pen yeah Mm-hmm. is the metaphor of the series. Like, yeah, and it's like we haven't done anything
2: to really establish this throughout the entire movie because we're too busy saying that technology is
3: evil, maybe? That's a, that's a weird take this added was technology is evil is a, uh, a movie original take that it really wants to drive home, but also not.
2: Yeah, because the movie isn't clear on whether or not that statement is accurate or not. It, like, so is the movie going to subvert or not? So, like, there's a scene where we have to state the themes from the actual series we're adapting. So, Aaron kills a Titan in
1: his little rampage, gets his leg bitten off as he does in the show, and collapses on a roof. Jean escaped the roof at some point mm-hmm. and tells the crew, "Yeah, no, Aaron's probably dead." Well,
3: he he escapes the roof because the team works together to distract the Titans. Right, and then he right. sneaks off in that because he he. Was being trapped, surrounded, but the, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So Armin, Armin's being bored right now. Yeah. <laughs> Armin. Okay. I fucking hated this. I was
1: awake at this point, just out of pure rage. Armin gets grabbed by a titan, and it's going slowly, going to going to eat him.
2: It's extreme, like, and it's like it, it's doing it, that thing where it does the slow mo dramatic, and it's like. Mm-hmm. I don't care about these characters. Just have it be the diegetic 15 seconds because then it will be over faster. But, but, but... Axe (laughs) Man, the man with axe, goes and chops
1: the Titan in the ankles. Nothing happens, and he says, damn, I didn't cut deep enough. Arrow Girl goes to shoot it and hits it in the arms several times, and it doesn't even flinch. Doesn't even try
3: for the eyes.
2: This annoyed me even more so, because she had a back shot to it. She could have shot it in the nape of the neck and didn't.
3: There's no reason to shoot a Titan in the arms. That does nothing to it. And then, and then, a different
1: car- a different member of the scout regiment leaps onto its neck. He's got it right on the back. He swings, but the blades break because that's what they do. And that's the thing that happens in the show. And he's like, damn, I can't get through. And I'm like, okay, you have more blades. Just draw more blades and cut again. You, nope, you f- I'm just going to jump
3: away. Yeah, you see those uh, giant canisters on the sides that hold, like, constant replenishment of the razor blade swords you have like that's the entire point <laughs> i'm leaving now it's over sorry armin <laughs> my planet needs me <laughs> <laughs> just uh, you actually had a method you had it's, you- it's okay aaron needs to sacrifice himself and actually a pretty cool scene <laughs> Yeah, Ar- they recreate uh <laughs> They Aaron's- recreate the scene from the
1: anime. That's why it's so good. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it, it actually... This is like one of the few times where the
3: CGI on the Titans looked fine. It's, it's- And that's just because we only saw the mouth. It's The inside yeah. of the mouth looks great as Aaron... Um, Armin is about to be swallowed when suddenly it switches to a hand grabbing him. And Aaron is holding the Titans mouth open and just like, not gonna let you die. Rips him out, which anime, Aaron, at this point, you've Determined a long period of time of he is... Buff as hell. He is very strong because he worked a lifetime for this and also is dangerously self-sacrificing for his friends, which comes to a head in the fact he literally grabs Armin, throws him out of the mouth and then is not able to get out on his own and is eaten.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: And then everything's ruined because it looks like he goes down like a fun slide when he's swallowed.
0: I mean, he still loses the arm.
3: Like, it, it literally, as... <laughs> We get a shot of Aaron going down the esophagus, and, like, it's, it's like a tube of pink plastic lit from the outside. It, it looks really bad. Yeah. So what we
1: have the classic scene of mikasa being told that aaron's dead except she doesn't give a shit about him in this movie so nothing happens armin is sadly holding
3: yeah, Eren's yeah. arm in, in the anime mikasa kills a crap ton of titans out of rage that her friend is dead in this mikasa kills a crap ton of titans because she's a badass who always kills a crap ton of titans <laughs>
1: but mikasa you're almost out of gas in your three D maneuver gear how can you tell that oh no i'm out of gas <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it honestly looks more like the thing jammed that it was out of gas because they yep. don't do anything to establish how those things work. I I just love the image of here have arm like, <laughs> like the
0: way that it's shot.
1: Can is I so... can I offer you your dead friend's arm in this trying time? <laughs> it looks like you need a hand. <laughs> it's like...
3: You start the thing by showing her the arm and then go, by the way, Aaron's dead. You you think you would tell them Aaron's dead to gauge whether or not she wants to see the body. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> so, you know how it goes from here, on. She finds
3: the titan that ate Aaron. Mm-hmm. The, we call it the Fupa Titan because it's fat as hell. Yeah, it, it... It's got a big distended beer belly. It's but, weirdly indestructible in this scene only. Mm-hmm. You were going to say, Matt? No, I was going to say it's one of the only Titans that have, like, they're physically deformed when the majority of the Titans we see look like a person in a morph suit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know
1: how it goes from here. Aaron turns into a Titan, breaks free, kills a whole bunch of them. Everyone's like, is that a Titan fighting on our side? And, Jake, you mentioned earlier that the soundtrack sounds like Tokusatsu Godzilla. (laughs) It gets worse. This is the most tokusatsu moment in the whole f***ing movie because i swear I, I i have nothing to back this up except the evidence of my own eyes but it looks like throughout this entire rapidly cut action scene they swap between shots of a guy in a suit a cgi aaron titan
3: and a puppet like something out of thunderbolt fantasy yeah it's the the scene is cut so weird each scene lasts like a second at most And you'll see people doing, like, wrestling moves on a set, Mm -hmm. dressed as titans, cut with a whole bunch of CGI overlay, but it's still obviously people doing it. Yeah. Cut to weirdly focused CGI fighting each other. Cut to, I'm pretty sure, a puppet. Yeah. There There were so many...
2: Action shots that were clearly supposed to be wide shots, but because they knew how bad the special effects looked, they were face close-ups and had no business being face close-ups. I literally could not follow
3: anything that was going on. So, I I will admit, at this point of the movie, I felt it redeemed itself because it was just hilarious how bad their climactic action Mm -hmm. scene was. Like... It, it had, was terrible. It had gone from boring bad, the worst kind of bad, to hilarious bad, the best kind of bad. <laughs> I was still <laughs> upset about it, but I was able to watch it.
2: <laughs> well, like, and uh, I mean, the cardinal sin is the amount of time it, gets, it takes to get to the hilarious bad. Like, honestly, I think that's the big difference between the Full Metal Alchemist movie and this one, is that the Full Metal Alchemist movie was hilariously stupid from the word go. This yeah. one took an hour and 15 minutes to get to like 30 minutes of
3: a kind of hilariously dumb like just raging about why are they doing any of this any anyway Aaron titan kills a bunch of titans and then collapses for some reason exhaustion and as he's collapsing we get a character who i thought was shikishima but i have had co-hosts disagree with me on this i'm pretty sure it's suda The guy who
1: was, like, Aaron's friend at the
3: wall. Regardless, he says something really weird. You've got to cut him out before the Titan form absorbs him.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Which is an insane amount of information to know and also shout publicly, given whatever level of knowledge he has about what's going on. Meanwhile, audience, you have no chance of this even being hinted at, because they cut all the backstory that would have even remotely alluded to this. Mm -hmm. I only knew that Aaron
2: turning into a Titan was going to happen because I had known that that had been spoiled about Attack on Titan to me years ago. Nothing in this movie suggests that anything like that is going to happen.
1: Yep. So Mikasa cuts Aaron out of the Aaron Titan's nape, and he collapses on the ground. His
3: eye opens and it's red and cut to credits. Which, uh... I, I at this point, was very upset with the movie, but once the credits started and I heard a vaguely hip-hop beat, I just went, guys, if this movie ends with a rap made for the movie, this instantly becomes the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm gonna be the anti-hero. Yep, and then it starts rapping, and I'm like, oh my god,
1: this is amazing. Full-on, end of Men in Black, end of Wild Wild West. It is just... (laughs) Like <laughs> the they got part of the movie. They got Will Smith to do it because that's what Easter no, movies were. No, no, it's the it's the same aesthetic.
3: <laughs> okay, it's the it's that aesthetic. yep
0: Oh,
3: it's <sighs> oh. So, um. Do we have discussion topics for this one? Well, I don't. Uh, character. Favorite character? There were um, no characters. Uh, I'll, I'll jump in. Matt here. Uh, I'll say Shikishima only because of the amount of Gary Stew self-insert he was of just watching the action happen, going, I could have solved this action on my own, but didn't. You know what? I I think I've got to agree with Matt. Shikishima,
1: not Levi. We have we have Levi at home, is the most interesting and unique character Which is to say, he's the only interesting and unique character, and therefore the only one that sticks out in my mind, so I guess he's my favorite.
2: (laughs) I literally do not have a favorite character, because I only know Aaron, Armin, and Mikasa's name, because they get shouted, people shout their names at each other so much. Those are the only names I know, and there is no character attached to any of those names. As far as I'm concerned, there were no characters in this movie, so I don't have a favorite.
3: How about you, Jay?
0: Okay, my favorite was Fupa Titan.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry? What was that? Fupa Titan? Did you say your favorite character was the Fupa Titan? (laughs) That's how bad it was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think we might have glossed over the, the amount. This Titan is very fat, but only in its gut and groin. <laughs> yeah. Is the only fat on this thing. It looks weird. It's so funny though. Like Fupa Titan is the only way to describe it. <laughs> Um, So, uh, do you guys want to watch part two? No. No. Because, uh, yeah, this this movie came out during the let's have part twos to everything, which I guess even affected Japan. Mm -hmm. And there is another hour and a half long movie that um, I have no interest in watching. (laughs) We're not watching it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> there was one thing that I wanted to mention that this is just something that I couldn't help but notice, and it got to the point where I turned it into a game because me noticing this was actually more interesting than anything that was actually happening on screen. But the sheer number of matte painting
3: backgrounds—they <laughs> had no sets; everything was on a f- green screen. And that's amazing! You have so much CGI. And you still have matte painting backgrounds, like... And it's mm -hmm. so pervasive and so
2: noticeable. It happens every... Like, literally, I made a game of noticing every time it happened, and that was more interesting than
3: the actual movie. But, like, Jacob, that just really speaks to, like, someone making this movie was inept at some level, because there's a reason you don't use matte painting backgrounds anymore, because they look like paintings... In HD, they only work in lower definitions where yeah. it's blurred. Like, yeah, and this movie's definitely in HD. Like, yes, uh-huh. though the the modeling
1: on some of the rubble will tell you otherwise. <laughs>
0: <sighs>
1: Thank you everyone for tuning in again to the Overmonger Cast. <laughs> Make sure to like, comment and subscribe on all the places that let you do that. Uh Red Circle, Spotify,
3: uh Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podchaser, um, YouTube. YouTube uh, is great if you want to comment on individual episodes. Um Yep. As always, uh reach out to us uh, at OverMangaCast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh if you have something we you like us to read, uh Preferably after next week, we're not going to be watching anything again for a long time because overall, I think this has been a negative experience for us. (laughs) We uh,
2: we are at uh, one for three at this point.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But um, uh, speaking of next week, uh, hey, Jake, you probably have the most positive opinion of this. What are we uh, watching?
2: Uh, We are watching Dragon Ball Evolution. Basically, let's make a Hollywood movie out of a Dragon Ball fanfic.
1: All right. So tune in next week for that. Good night, everybody. Good Good night, night, everybody.